Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your chief financial coconut. Every Thursday, you will finally get to chill with us. Hosted by Andrew, we will be bringing on some of the quirkiest, geekiest, leading voices in the personal finance space to give them ample time to talk about their story, the lessons they've learned over time, and some good advice for all of us. No longer the short and quick stuff. So sit back and chill with TFC. I buy crypto for my kid also. Just every month, just buy $50 of crypto for her. Uh, so at age 21, she's going to get, I don't know. I don't know, either zero or... <laughs> <laughs> but it will be real cool, right? I'm just going to give her a ledger, say good luck. This is all, all I have for you. <laughs> Hosebo, everybody. My name is Andrew. Welcome to another episode of Chill with TFC. This Hosebo opening is what my guest will do on his YouTube channel. He'll always start off asking if you Hosebo and then goes on to share about crypto in Singlish. Definitely relatable to our Singaporean audience. On Chill with TFC, we talk to quirky and geeky minds to find out how they think about money and life. My guest is heavily invested into crypto and he didn't sell at the top. He also took on heavy losses from the drastic drop in prices in certain projects. Terra Luna. So you can imagine his portfolio right now. Now, despite that, most of his investment portfolio is still in crypto. Not scared, man. Isn't he afraid of losing it all again? Let's hear his thoughts and why he believes in crypto so much. His name is Boss Lee. Yeah, that's, that's why his friends call him. So let's welcome Boss Lee. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So you've been doing startups for a while, uh, tech startups? Tech startup, yeah. yeah so um, you're kind of in the tech space. And crypto yeah. seems like a, a natural extension of that, since I'm really curious. Uh, so the interesting thing was, uh, after I graduate, uh, I only worked for a period of time. Mm. I think it worked... Because you're doing startups. Uh, I worked <laughs> less than one year. Mm. Then I decided to jump into uh, the tech startup scene, uh, the tech scene, right? I spent about five years doing my uh, own thing. Mm. Uh, I think about year two, uh, because it's, you are in the tech scene, right? So you sometimes you travel, go to conference. And uh, I went to uh, SB. And that's where I first heard of uh, Bitcoin. Mm. And that was in uh, 2015. When did you start investing in crypto though? So in 2015, when I went to uh, Silicon Valley. So I mean, that's the tech hub, right? The pump. That point of time, and uh, there were a lot of uh, things going. And I walked past this, this coffee place where you can pay by Bitcoin. And I thought, wow. So cool. That was you know, 2015, right? Yeah. I, I didn't really know what Bitcoin was. Uh, but because I was mingling around and some friends were there, right? So I thought, might as well I get one Bitcoin. Like at, at that point of time, 2015, <laughs> uh, because I thought, hey, Whoa. Uh, like own a piece of history, right? Because it was not very expensive at, at that time. Despite I think fun, it was right? like uh, 250 USD for one, one Bitcoin. Okay, at yeah. 2015. Yeah. And you can uh, actually use it. Like technically, go to the, On the cafe, spot. yeah, that you can use it and all. How do you buy a Bitcoin at a point in time though? I, I couldn't buy. I, yeah. uh, the friends in the US bought it for me. 
then they transfer to my uh, they transfer to a wallet and uh, and I learned how to set up. Oh, you do have to set up the wallet, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was yeah. quite troublesome. You have to turn. It was not like mobile, right? It was mm. like uh, set up using a desktop. Then you have to down download uh, the wallet. Then you have to handle the keys. And that time it was like quite foreign for me. Like, wow, you have to do so many things. Like, mm. just for to, a cup of coffee, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just to uh, get the asset in before you can use it. Because I'm in the taxi, right? So I like wow, like this geeky stuff and uh, setting up and all this. After that, I never really do anything with it. I didn't buy any coffee. It's just that oh, you can do something with it. Okay, let me own a piece of history. Uh, have that Bitcoin. Uh, yeah. I almost mm. forget about that. In fact, I told my co-founder, hey, you want to buy or not? Like, I, I buy one and I send it to you. I have you set it, set it up. Right. right. So, yeah, but he didn't buy any. Yeah. Too bad. Too bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just one. Uh, so that was the start. But uh, it was more of a collecting, mm. right? Like, when you, when you go to San Frank, uh, there's this, like, uh, IT museum where you have all the old laptops and all the old tech stuff, right? So to me, that point of time was more like, oh, I own one of these. It was, like, collecting it was not like investment or speculation, like this kind of thing. No, I mean, I wouldn't know the price will go up, right? Mm. Uh, it, it might also go to zero. There's something appealing about the process you just described, the whole setting up the computer and all that, yeah. which we still have to go through that for using crypto right now because of the whole self-custody thing, which yeah. you can get into using a ledger. You know, you have to do all these different oh, things yeah, just to yeah, get yeah. an asset in. And there's something geeky about it, which makes it appealing to some people. Yes. To people who are into tech, oh, yeah, mm. DIY, you like to set up your own PC, right? Instead of just buying off the shelf, you like to configure it, uh, having bigger drive, bigger RAM, better graphics card. Uh, I think that was the initial uh, sort of audience coming into the crypto space. Mm. And there was this ethos la, like uh, privacy, uh, not your keys, not your coin, like you own everything, you have control, no middleman. Yeah, so you hold a ledger or in your case, the, the computer. Oh, I have one Bitcoin. Like, yeah. I'm in control. Yeah, in control assets. of your assets. Yeah. yeah, nobody can take it away from you. Yeah, okay. unless you uh, hack. <laughs> unless you hack you know, yeah. or someone point a gun at you and force you to transfer the money. Yeah, Otherwise, right. it is technically safe in, in that ledger or whatever device that yes. you're holding your Bitcoin in. Uh, is that still around? That one Bitcoin? I, I'm sure you have accumulated a lot more after that. Uh, the Bitcoin is still around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I never really do anything with it. Mm. Even with the crypto boom, I, I, didn't, I didn't sell it. Some of my friends will say, like, why, why, why you didn't sell it? Right? Mm. Actually, there was a few boom. So let's say 2015, right? I bought it, 250 uh, USD. Then uh, 2017, it went up to 21K. I also never do anything with it. You didn't? Uh, because... I, I didn't pay attention. Oh, didn't yeah, pay. I didn't pay attention to it also. Mm. So I, uh, when I knew it, it was like, oh, 21, okay, okay. Like but uh, I, I just leave it uh, because it's, at the point of time, I, I didn't feel that, uh, that I need to sell it. Right? Mm. I just keep it. So same for, same for 65. Some people will see this as, you know, why you didn't sell it, you can sell it at high, then uh, you can buy lower again and all this stuff. I think this is uh, some, can also take it as a lesson for me. And also, it's the way that uh, different people have different investing strategy. La. So, also in my case, uh, it was more of the passive uh, buy and hold, right? Like mm. You just buy the Bitcoin and hold, and uh, it was a collectible to me, so I didn't do anything with it. Uh, <laughs> but Interesting you use collectible to describe Bitcoin. Yeah, treating it as an NFT before NFT was a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, digital collectible, right? Uh, digital it. collectible. Yeah. To answer your question, I truly got back into like crypto investing, right? Was uh, 
Yes, and um, that was, going back is a different thing already. That was more, to to be very honest, it was more on speculation, mm. right? You, you see like, wow, the price can go up so high. Everyone was making money, right? That's where I decided to, uh, hey, let's take a look at crypto and what can I uh, make from there. That phase uh, was more to speculation, right? Yeah. A little bit different. And um, I didn't utilize the Bitcoin that I have also. It was like I uh, I on-ramp or I bring in new capital to to, to try out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So from 2015 to 2021, it was kind of at the back of your mind. Yeah. Until 2021, there was a huge fever, speculation, yeah. craze about it. The media is covering it and then you, it caught your attention once again. And that's when you got in kind of as an investor. Yes. But there's some speculative uh, elements involved as well. Is that what you're saying? Yes, correct. 2021 going in was not the I love the technology kind of mindset. It was yeah. more of a oh, there's money to be made, like speculative mindset. Yeah, at the start, la. Understand, understandable because everyone was jumping in. There's a lot of FOMO, right? You feel yeah, missing yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And therefore, what everyone's writing it, high can go higher. High can go higher. It will never come down. Yeah, that kind of mindset. Yeah. At that point in time. Yeah, up only, right? Up only. They only like to call it yeah, up only. How's your portfolio doing now? Yeah. <laughs> up only. Yeah, there was only. Yeah, because you mentioned you, you didn't sell at all. Yeah. During the, the height of it, right? And uh, for Bitcoin. For Bitcoin. Yeah, oh, but but for you were dabbling in and out of like... Because other... uh, 2021 coming in, again, speculative purpose, right? So I also start to own other assets. Mm. So that was uh, sort of like the trading, right? The trading. buy and sell, buy and sell. And uh, DeFi, yield farming, like yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You, 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 got, in, you got crypto pill in a way. Yeah. Which yeah. you really describe in the crypto world. Or well, it came from the matrix that red pill, blue pill, right? You yeah, take the yeah, pill, yeah. you take the crypto pill, now it's like, oh, yeah, the whole You got whole sucked into world. the ecosystem. Uh. Right. Uh, then uh, it was uh, it was also taking a lot of the time. Like, uh, like 24-7, because there's no, it's not like stock, right? Yeah, you end at, yeah. I don't know, 5 p.m., right? And Saturday, Sunday, there's nothing. Crypto, there's no, yeah. it's like 24-7, right? And... Uh, and there was an the NFT boom at that mm. point of time. And um, a lot of things is uh, happening. So every day you have a lot of stuff, like, a lot of news and all this. Yeah. Yeah. Crypto being on for 24-7, it's not very good for work-life balance. But well, yeah, appeals to some people. Yeah, yeah some people like on. it. Uh, yeah, always on. Yeah, it doesn't close shop. Yeah. Right. So you kept a Bitcoin, but all your other currencies... I mean, we call it altcoins, right? Which is anything other than Bitcoin. Yes, correct. And you trade in and out. Yeah. And, and so, how did you do? How did your crypto portfolio do? So, uh, so before I share the, yeah. the how did I do, right? So, so for me, I'm not really a trader. Mm. So, when I got in for the speculation purpose, right? So, yes, I, I bought a few of those uh, altcoins, uh, hoping that it will go up. But subsequently, I start to learn about this thing called uh, DeFi, like decentralized finance. And there's this thing called... Uh, yield farming mm. and that was the period where let's say you buy an ABC coin then you stick the ABC coin and they give you more ABC coin then you go and sell mm. like a uh, Fonzinomics kind of uh, concept but uh, that was really where I dwell more into during that period of time the portfolio like like we said earlier it was only up only right it was a bit crazy uh, I was thinking at that point of time and um, like for example uh, Dogecoin so I bought it I think February. Then shortly when Elon Musk keep coming in, mm. make the, all the news and headline. I think within a short span of maybe one one month, I 10x my initial capital. Yeah. So that period of time, right, was uh, even now looking back, right, I myself also think that wow, uh, it was too good to be true. Yeah. Right. But 
that point of time, you, you wouldn't feel it. It was exactly what you say. It was like, uh, it will only go higher. So the portfolio uh, at the point of time, uh, for sure is up only, but uh, also has taken a hit for actually three major mistakes uh, mm. that I think. Uh, one will be, uh, there was a period where uh, play to earn was uh, like booming within the sector, right? So everyone was saying uh, the Axis Infinity. Mm, yeah. uh, I didn't put into Axis, but uh, I, I put uh, quite a bit of my capital into a, uh, into a game. So that, that didn't work well. So I'm just sharing the mistake. Uh. Mm. Uh, another was uh, Wonderland. Uh, yeah. Wonderland was a own fork. So what they they are they are doing this concept of rebasing token. Uh. So if you uh, stick with them, then they will give you high interest. That wasn't a, a good judgment too. And of course, the big one where everybody uh, knows about it will be UST, uh, mm. uh, the Luna UST. Mm. That's the big one. Yeah. Uh, that's the big one. Uh, that was the big hit to my portfolio. Uh. I think uh, at least down 80%. Uh. Uh, yeah, 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 because the UST went to zero. Yeah, yeah. so they, it hit my Luna portfolio very hard. Too, yeah. Yeah. Almost zero. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's there's no like zero, right? It will go mm. to like 0. 0. 0. 0. 0.00 because it's 18 <laughs> decimal point, yeah. right? Uh, so so this tree was a uh, big lesson mm. uh, for me. But each of them, right, carry uh, uh, learning points. Mm. Right, like like for the game. Here, right? So you just describe what it was like back then because... Not just the, the token itself go up, goes up in price, yeah. but you could do a lot of things like play to earn. You could play games to earn more tokens yes. or you could stake them to get more tokens, which is what you described by yes. yield farming. And you could do all this because of the decentralized finance. Yes. Yeah. And everyone is really thinking, okay, it can only go up. It can only words. go up. Yeah. And there was a lot of narrative, mm. right? So the narrative is the technology is improving. The, uh, mobile uh, mm. is making it easier compared to like having a desktop and to set up all this wallet, right? Yeah, crypto is the future. Yeah, crypto yeah. is the future. And now uh, we've got currency and governments. And yeah, like this yeah. kind of mm. uh, political argument where we have our control of our asset. Uh, no more printing, right? <laughs> the yeah, printer goes printing. off. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of narrative were uh, like pushing. It's like the wave. Uh, so like going into a boom, uh, a mm. boom state. Uh, yeah. right. Super pump. Yeah. Yeah. And then after through all this, going through all this, right, you, you have three lessons learned from there. These are my three key mm. triggers to like affect my portfolio uh, huge, like largely. Mm. And also, I also pick up the lessons uh, from this tree. Yeah. 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 And because you, you actually suffered huge losses from yes. all this. Yeah. yeah. It's like paying, uh, it's like, what they say, right? You play mahjong, then you always when you start, you have to pay your tuition, tuition fees. fees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like a, a heavy tuition fees, lah. <laughs> like maybe like going uh, for MBA class. That's interesting because you, you you got in at twenty twenty one, right? And you know yeah. the crypto space, right? There'll be the seniors, uh, the senpai will tell you, ah, this is nothing because <laughs> they've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Boom and bust cycle as well. Yeah, they will tell you that noobs, uh, yo. <laughs> uh, This is your tuition fee, literally, yeah, because you are newbie, fee. right? So you, it will, it is like um, how how do I put it? Um, uh, so people who went through the downturn, yeah, like 2017, uh, 2017, 2018, Bitcoin was three k, like twenty one k dropped to three k. Yeah, that's crazy. And, too, yeah, and those it, yeah. who believe in it, right? Believe. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, those who believe and buy at 3K or let's say 5K, yeah. it went all the way back up to 65K. Uh. But they didn't sell back then if they still held if, if right they, now. If like... they sold, right, then I mean, uh, it yeah. was a good call. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but those were the your, your so-called senpai uh, because uh-huh. they, they, they see through everything, right? They right. see a few turns already, then they... Uh, they the, could still be holding all the way because they really see the future like 10, 20 years. They really believe in it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I, I believe in it also. Like my perspective changed throughout this uh, whole journey, mm-hmm. right? From when I first buy, taking it as a collectible, thinking, right. oh, I own a piece of history. I just own one, uh, not very expensive, right? Mm-hmm. That time. Uh, to I enter for speculative purposes right to now not only that I uh, understand more about the crypto the, the, the application that you can use with the blockchain right understanding the, the technology behind but I also understand uh, more about like DeFi right mm. how things are being uh, built let me give you an example when a certain token uh, you stick and they give you uh, more tokens right uh, this is what they call tokenomics right? like you founding tokenomics there must be a limited supply that they are able to give you right uh, I start to look more into all this right, study and uh, to be able to differentiate whether is this like the, the Ponzi-nomics where mm. they keep printing uh, tokens for you or is this like what they call right now, there's a new narrative uh, called the real yield mm. where a protocol, a project earns in revenue and give you a share of the revenue, right? So very uh, different kind of mindset right now where you look into all this. Like for NFT projects, right, there was the speculative period where anything that comes up, you just buy. Just buy and, first, uh. or <laughs> either you get into the pre-min, uh, where you get allow list, then you buy and then immediately you sell. Like you flip, right? Some That's people flipping. flip. Okay. Uh, to now, uh, learning more about the teams, right? Uh, what are they going to build? And uh, there are certain things that... Uh, uh, interest me in the space of NFT. So for example, people go after games. Yeah. So many NFT projects promise that uh, or rather they share that uh, their roadmap is to go into metaverse. I want to build a game and all. But for me, I'm less into this actually. This is also a combination of the play to earn uh, experience uh, because I think game, now that I experienced this lesson, right? game is not like, oh, I want to build, then I can build. Right? Today, if you raise 300k, maybe half a million. It's also not easy to build a game that mm. you are talking about like Call of Duty, like this kind, yeah. right? So this kind of graphics, they are, I, I don't know, maybe multi-million um, game studio are behind it, building it. So it's not like, you know, you raise a little bit of uh, assets that you can produce. So for me in NFT, I don't really go after, uh, if a project says, if the main narrative is I want to go into a game, right? So you mm. can go into a metaverse. Uh, I usually don't, look at the NFT. I look at the NFT project, right? The team based on uh, their past experience or rather are they, do they have any Web2 experience? Uh, mm. This is one of my uh, learning points. Okay. Um, so why do I say that? Because today if a NFT project and if they have Web2 experience, right? meaning uh, they could be a, a marketing house or a design studio, mm. they are able to bring, bring in brands because they are already working with brands. Uh, so for example, there's an NFT project. Their, their team members are all come from a Web2 uh, marketing agency. Mm. They are already working with big, uh, big brands on their Web2 side. Right. Right? So Web2 is what we are fami- familiar with right now, right? Yeah, yeah. the digital Facebook, ads, all this stuff. Yeah. yeah, and Web3 will be 
a, a world built by crypto. Yes. Small like, decentralized. Uh, and leveraging on NFT uh, mm. and what can they do with it? Okay. Like this this team, right? They are able to convince uh, the brand and say, hey, why not you give uh, Web3 a try? And this helps to bring value to the NFT itself that the, that the team has built, right? Mm. So I see this as the trend moving forward for, right. for myself, la, like uh, Web2 brands coming into uh, Web3. But how do they come in, right? They come in through different vehicles, right? They can do M&A, like Nike, they bought a Web3 company. Or they hire Web3 people to join their organization. Or they leverage on, uh, kind of like outsource, right? Leverage on agencies that have this experience. And these agencies, if they own NFT, they can easily bring them in. So uh, right now, my narrative is I look at this kind of uh, projects. This for NFT. At least for me, I thought it's a more risk adverse way of looking at whether the project will succeed or not. Yeah. I mean, they do well in Web 2. At least I have some faith in them to do well in Web 3. Look at their track record. Like. Yeah, track record. Yeah, so you've yeah. been through the speculation phase and now that the hype has died down, yeah. you didn't give up. You are still in the crypto space. Yeah. You're still investing in it. But right now, what you're looking at is well, the team, uh, the vision, the track record mm. and you avoid certain areas of it because it, like and also I don't understand games, and because you don't understand yeah, it, you and find your understand. age right yeah I find my age yeah. yeah and you use NFT as an example to describe how you look at the how, how it works right now yes but you also mentioned tokenomics which we I want to explain it a bit clearer. Oh, yeah. so like token and economics these two words join together yeah and then it, it's, a, it's the economics of each token and it's, it's like every anyone can create a coin right yes theoretically speaking yeah. And after you created a coin, you you can like create your own monetary you know policies. Oh yeah, on yeah how yeah. the coins can be issued out or taken yeah. back or burned away, and that's describing tactics tokenomics. Uh, culture. yes. Describe it. Basically, you run your own economic policy or when you mm. release a coin. Uh, in fact, recently I think they make it so easy, right, to deploy your own coin, right? Right now, there's open source code where you click one button, boom, you yeah. have your own coins. Yeah, it's just and, uh, people you can buy set not, your uh, max limit, max supply, right? Yeah. You can, let's say Infinity you supply. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You can uh, 100 billion or 1 billion or you can even set it to 1,000. Uh, let's say you set it to 1,000, mm. right? So this is your max supply. Uh, remember that uh, I shared like like this thing about the crypto ethos of not continuously uh, printing mm. uh, fiat. This hard cap of this supply thing also came from Bitcoin, 21 million. Yeah. So uh, when people create coin they have to have a token of the economics behind it mm. so they say that oh i set a limit of 1000 coins maximum right that, that's going to be in the market and uh, the current circulation maybe is 100 so i'm going to between this 100 to 1000 i'm going to give it 10 years so this is your uh, supply curve right mm. then you will see the emission uh, per year Right. Uh, now that you have this, then you can price it. Uh, you can price it and uh, you can put it into a uh, swap, uh, a liquidity pool. Mm. Uh, then you can decide uh, how much you want. Let's say, you, example, right? Let's price it at 10 cents. Oh, people think that, okay, so what are you going to do with it? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make it into an exchange and in the exchange, it will power, power by this token. Uh, that as a user, I see that, oh, I think that this exchange has potential. The team behind knows what to do. They have a previous experience running exchange. I'm going to buy into this token, right? Because this token has the potential to uh, go up. Uh, and that's where uh, the tokenomics comes in, right? Because you will see that, oh, if I collect now, I have time uh, between the max supply. It will not like be randomly suddenly become one, one million token, right? There's only 1,000 token. 
for the next 10 years. Mm. Uh, that's the circulation yeah, of it. And it goes back to supply and demand. Supply and demand. In the case of Bitcoin, which you described, there's a hard Can limit set for supply, limit. right? Yeah. And if demand continues to be high or goes up even high in the future, well, technically something that is scarce and in demand will go up in value. Scarcity is the is one of the is one of the thing for uh, Bitcoin. Mm. They they call it a store of value, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. scarcity is on that. So and properties uh, of a currency. Properties of a currency and mm. being able to sort of like fractionize it. Because you, uh, like for us, we have mm. 10 cent, 50 cent, 20 cent, right? Same for Bitcoin, they can do it because you can uh, divide it. Divisible. Mm. I think that's the word, divisible. Yeah. yeah. So tokenomics goes closely very in line with this. What's the max supply circulation and what's the emission? And what do you plan to do? How do you plan to increase the value of the token? Right? So all of that just now I covered, right? I want to run a business. Uh, business will be powered by its token. These are all my attributes. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right. So you didn't give up. Why is that so? I mean, you mentioned you really went up to research more, read into it. Yeah. I mean, for many people, if you've lost a huge chunk of your money, right? I mean, you've got to chill for a while. And, uh, chill for a while. And see what, see what happens. I right? took so a what break was the process also. like? Oh. Uh, I took a break also from like crypto, as in like... Uh, after Luna, I assume. After Luna, that's, that's a, few, a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, a few weeks just to... There are many reasons. Uh, okay, so to address your question, right? Mm. Uh, I never give up because... There's really a lot of things that applica- application that you can do. And mm. uh, I really like the... So throughout the process uh, from 2021, besides going into speculation, I also start to learn, like I say, like DeFi, NFT and all. Mm. But I also start to learn the technology behind, right? I start to appreciate. After the uh, Luna downfall, I, I go even deeper, like understanding the technology behind. And there are a lot of applications that you can do. Like for example, the uh, like WhatsApp chat and all this, right? We can also have this WhatsApp chat on... Uh, via addresses so for example right now like i'm heading here for this interview mm-hmm. like just for example right and uh, then you will be asking me for my phone number maybe i'm not comfortable with giving my phone number yeah then, then uh, somehow i still need to stay in touch with you maybe i'll use email but you can usually use a wallet address right to communicate between each other uh, so it's not just for sending the currency the, the coins yeah coins. you can chat with you can it chat with and it, okay. uh, you don't need to reveal your phone number at least for me privacy this topic right I'm, I'm very interested in it uh. mm. so before I make content on crypto right, I was making <laughs> content on privacy right? how to um, protect yourself uh, online uh, if you are using uh, different websites uh, how how do you differentiate whether it is a phishing site or this kind of stuff? Mm. But that's that's because I have interest in this space. Um, same for VPN. You can use a blockchain right to to power a VPN service, right? It makes it even more. Uh, then you can ensure that there's no locks because VPN service right now, uh, some will be saying that they have no locks, but you wouldn't you you do, you do not know because mm. it's a centralized uh, entity sitting there. Say, uh, I I don't keep any locks. Please use my VPN. This is just based on trust to an organization. But on the blockchain, it's trustless. Right? Mm. So t- today, if you're powering 
uh, VPN network over a blockchain. It's very expensive right now, right? But let's say you do it, everything is on the chain, right? Whether if there is locks or not. It's transparent, sorry. Mm. It's transparent. You can see what's happening. Third thing is, there's this Singapore company called uh, Holdenot, right? Holdenot, They yeah. do, so they are like Celsius. They take in your assets. They, they do something magical with it and give you a lot of interest. <laughs> mm -hmm. That magic didn't happen, mm. then it also went down. Um, Celsius, Holdenot, like these kind of companies, when they enter into bankruptcy and going down, right? They first had to pay all the decentralized finance debt first before mm. they pay stakeholder. Why is that so? Stakeholders, the customers, like people yeah. who, who put their money into hold or not, right? Yes. We, we or, get our money Celsius, last, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. They had to get themselves out from the smart contract first mm. before they, they, they handle the rest of stuff. The reason is be, because, and I strongly believe that uh, the code is law. So, uh, so there are lending and borrowing services on crypto, right? So if I'm, let's say Celsius or hold or not, uh, I want to earn more interest because I already collected from the users. Ma, so I'll put, into, I'll put it into a service like Compound, it's just for example, right? So I put, I put it in, then uh, Compound will give me interest. Uh, or I put it in, I put in assets, I put it as a collateral, then I borrow more uh, from Compound and I do something else where I can do leverage trading, whatever. Whatever that I do for my business model, my main goal is to return more interest back to the users. When the downfall took place, right, where everything was went crazy uh, at that point of time mm. in May, these kind of companies, they had to pay back to Compound first. Otherwise, their collateral will be liquidated. And you can see this all on the blockchain network. So it's like, again, transparent. Right? And you can see that because if they do not pay back the the decentralized finance like Compound, right? Mm. And they got liquidated, right? They don't get back their collateral. You can see how uh, interesting that they have to pay back uh, protocol first over their users. The customers right? are last. Because they need to release their asset, right? Mm. And mm. Uh, what is it bound to? It's bound to by, it's bound by smart contract. Yeah. Right? So when I see all this happening, right? It only increase my interest to look deeper into the technology, right? Mm. Uh, all this because uh, the code behind is biting it. But again, there are also a lot of scam, a lot of hacks that's taking place. Uh. So I'm not saying that the code is like perfect and all this because uh, anything is hackable, right? If someone says that we are not hackable, then uh, I also have doubts. Mm. Um, but I'm saying that uh, these things are happening. People were able to, even the CEO right, was saying that they don't have exposure to UST and whatever not. People were already speculating and and um, diving into their addresses to find that if they had any uh, interaction with USD, and they had, right? Even though the, the founder keeps saying no, but on the blockchain addresses, right, shows that Honor addresses are uh, like they had deposit in UST, and from there, uh, they were affected by the UST uh, situation, right? So all these are transparent. So today, any banks, any banks in general, you don't know what's happening behind the scene, right? So like 2008, <laughs> okay. 2008, yeah. right? Is it 2008, the financial crisis? Yes. Yeah. You don't know what's happening behind yeah. the scene. All the leveraged. You, yeah, all the leveraged stuff. You just using, know you yeah. put your deposit into the bank. In the end, they will give you some interest. Mm. Whatever they do, you, you don't really know. I don't see the bankers got any more suffering than us. Like we... <laughs> We yeah. didn't do all those leverage, but we, we got affected. Yeah. But in the crypto space, right, the, the technology itself enables you as a user to be able to see all this, right, what's taking place. So right now, I move my example to Compound. It's a lending and borrowing. So it's like exactly like a bank. But whatever they do, because it's uh, based on the smart contract, right, every smart contract has addresses, you can trace it. Right? You can use this thing called a BigQuery. 
uh, where you put in an address, then it will show you a flow chart where all the assets are being flowed into. Right? You can do your research there. You can see as a bank, like a quote, quote bank, what are they doing with their assets? Mm. Right? Uh, so to me, that gives me confidence or at least uh, I can monitor like, if I want. Uh, what's happening to this project itself. Yep. So you described the different aspects of crypto that appeals to you. This most recent point was about openness, about transparency. Yeah, transparency. You can trace everything on the blockchain. Yes. You mentioned decentralization a lot. Yeah. You also talk a bit about privacy. Not sure why that's important for you. Are you running away from something? Uh, <laughs> kidding. No, no. Yeah. And you use the pseudonym, right? Like Bosley. Yeah. And you also talk about Oh, the technology, right? All of this appeal to you. So give me a sense of your a conviction, right? How much of a portfolio was in crypto during 2021 and how much of your portfolio is in crypto right now? When I started in uh, 2021, it's like uh, I sold my stock to go like 100%, all in, <laughs> all in 100% yep. in crypto, yeah, the portfolio. Uh, right now, of course, through all these lessons, right, learn, need to learn how to, you know, be more diversified. Uh, but, so still, all in back then, uh, 100% uh, yeah. <laughs> or close to 100 at least. You, uh, you want in equities, you, uh, huh? to put every, to, everything. To, yeah, to put everything in uh, crypto. But even now, right, I diversify, but I'm still about 80% crypto. That's not diversifying <laughs> <laughs> to some people. Uh, diversify within crypto maybe right now. <laughs> okay. Like for example, uh, last time was uh, a lot of uh, within uh, the eighty percent got a lot of coins. <laughs> yeah, 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 diversification. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this eighty percent inside got a lot of coins. <laughs> yeah, something like that. But um, I have strong conviction. Uh. It's because I don't understand. So I, I so I start to read more. Like you know things like uh Charles Mongu or like Warren Buffett, right? Yeah, yeah. They buy into things that they know, right? Yeah. So what is the at this point of time? What do you know? What right? do I know mm. best and the most? I know crypto, right? Mm-hmm. I know uh, I, I like to use all these t- tools. I, I monitor uh, the individual altcoins. I see what they do. Uh, I try to uh, understand whether their yields are truly real yields they are giving to you, right? So then, then I buy into them. Mm. So today, if I am good at stocks, like I know how to see Shopify, if I know mm. how to read balance sheet and all, I mean, I know uh, the simple one, but if I'm a good investment analyst, right, then maybe my portfolio will be even more diverse. Right? I will go into the stock itself. Mm. And um, our time is finite. Uh, since I'm, I feel uh, I'm decent in, in my perspective, I'm decent at uh, looking at uh, all these projects, these kind of protocols, then uh, I continue in these protocols. Uh. So the uh, extension back to stock is less of individual stocks, but more to ETF. The twenty percent. Yeah, because it's easier, ma. Yeah, because you're not gonna go into individual stock and because I don't know, like yeah, I, I'm not good at it. Income yeah. statements and all that. Yeah. yeah. So you're describing your portfolio allocation as a form of uh, your knowledge base, right? Because you know a lot more about crypto. You're yeah. really reading really into it, and then stocks. Okay, you, you don't feel that you know as much. So twenty percent there, just yeah. to so-called diversify a little bit, and and it's in ETFs. If if, if uh, anything worse happen, uh, then I still have some stocks to save me. So twenty percent is there. <laughs> Uh, as what? long as you don't uh, so as long as you don't die you slowly climb back uh, I believe yeah. okay. I mean like startup right so I feel so many times I still try to do some random stuff like uh, I mean I, I still attempt to do startups and I, 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 might, I might do it again mm. but uh, it shouldn't stop you from trying uh. so to me if let's say crypto goes to zero right? Right. totally zero or negative right mm. so at least I still have some assets to help me slowly climb back Right. Uh, this kind of mindset. Uh, you have yeah. a family with kids, right? 
Yes, yes. One, one kid? One kid. One kid. One yeah. kid. Yeah. Mm. Because... I buy crypto for my kid also. Okay, tell me about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I read this book. I forgot what book. Uh, Millionaire Teacher or something like that. It's a book. Uh, like says... Uh, inside got an example that this uh, mom buys uh, $50 worth of uh, VOO. Is yeah, VO? VO index. Yeah, it's an index. Like S&P 500, index, right? Yeah. right. I've heard for, people do that for the kids, yeah, for but you buy crypto kid, instead. For the kid every month and uh, I think when age of 21 mm. the, the, the the lady the, the kid got some assets yes. uh, got some assets uh. then I thought eh, I wanted to try this also I can do the so, same but uh, in crypto <laughs> uh, I, I started with because I read that book right? so I follow I also started with uh, like $10 eh, no I use uh, $50 yeah $50 mm. also I follow the same uh, $50 uh, VO the S&P then after I got into crypto I stopped that $50 <laughs> I used that $50 buy crypto just every month, just buy $50 of crypto for her. Yeah. Uh, so at age 21, she's going to get, I don't know. I don't know, either zero or... <laughs> <laughs> but it would be real cool, right? I'm just going to give her a ledger. Say good luck. This good is luck. This all I have for you. <laughs> zero dollars. <laughs> huh? uh, like, yeah. uh, and, and you don't need to give what bank account and all this. Eh. You right. just need to give one ledger eh, and say good luck, take good care of these keys. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this yours. is a real key, right? You open it, either it's zero or there's something inside. Yeah. 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 So either you'll be really smart, everyone's like, whoa, you're the best dad. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll be like, hey, oh, yeah. Is what, what, what is this, right? Why are you yeah. giving me a Because she's still young. I'm assuming she still have like 15, 20 years before uh, 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. Long time. A long time. Long time yeah. So <laughs> this is my conviction eh, for crypto. Right. Yeah. Um, at least now, mm. between now. I, I understand I really the conviction, think... but do you think your, your portfolio is overweight on crypto? I mean, of course, you're coming from the point of view that, okay, this is what I know and therefore I invest more into it. Yeah. But of course, another school of thought will be telling you, okay, just diversify if you don't know what, which is which will be the S&P 500, mm. the world index, but you only allocate 20% to that. So mm. do you think it's a bit overweight? Mm. I don't know how to answer this question because portfolio diversification... Uh, it's a complex subject. Uh, people study about it. There's like mm. this this concept called the modern portfolio theory, right? It's kind of, this kind of thing. Uh, but to me, uh, I can also build an index within crypto. Crypto. Uh, mm. I can also build an index within crypto. Mm. Uh, like for example, I can own blue chip, right? Like uh, Bitcoin, uh, ETH, then uh, ETH, Ethereum. Uh, then uh, I can uh, put together with some other altcoins. For example, regularly used. Uh, mm. by a lot of people and having a high TVL uh, TVL is a total lock total, total value, value lock locked. Uh, total mm. value lock right uh, I can also build a index within it so I don't see why it is overweight uh. yeah. I want to understand your, your view of the world right that led you to this decision and this commitment and this conviction that you have yeah. because I, I do believe that if you go down the rabbit hole in the world of crypto which you did yeah. it, it really does change how you see the world oh yeah changes how you see money it, it changes your relationship with the whole assets how you see assets and how you manage it and, and all that do, do you find that 2021 has really a huge impact on you oh yes so last time it was more of a buy etf and buy some blue chip and uh, just don't really look into what's behind it right mm. uh, personal finance or finance was really a behind be, like sits behind mm. um, but right now it's more of uh, understanding uh, how uh, the economic works and also being more active and prudent in uh, own personal financial management uh. yeah some people might not find it prudent uh, because you have 80% in crypto mm. but uh, 
but because of the conviction and how I see mm. this space and my knowledge in it, right? So I I feel that it's uh okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I but know. it does change the way that I uh, look at money also. Like this statement always stay stays with me when I read it also. It's like uh, a, a dollar safe now. So right now we are always trying to save, right? Then we get interest. So how much is interest? One percent. I don't know, maybe three percent. Oh, because uh, back then you were looking at three digit, four digit kind of percentage, right? Yeah, that one is like eight, uh, farming. three, four yeah. thousand APY, right? But even now, you still can get uh eight percent on USDC. It is only right for me to go for the higher yield, mm. right? That's one. Yeah, which is and, a USDC a stable coin that's packed yeah. to the US dollar. Okay. Another thing is that uh, if you think about it, this uh, inflation and all this, how to how do we keep our assets? So if I keep saving, right? But it keeps going down. Mm. Like inflation is five point three percent, right? Recently, the Singapore one. Yeah. Yeah. So every dollar, I keep losing value. Uh, so why would I want it in in fiat? And if I put it into stock, let's say you put it into REITs, some REITs might. I'm not saying all REITs cannot. I'm saying some REITs might not catch up with the 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 inflation. Uh. Mm. So the dividend you get might be less. Uh, for crypto, I'm not saying. I'm also not saying that it will always be more, but if you put it in the blue chip, like if you believe that Bitcoin is a store of value and uh, for Ethereum is a form of money, then the, the naturally the risk to reward ratio is higher over there. Yeah. Mm. I mean the reward ratio. Uh. What's something about crypto that people often misunderstand? They feel that you need to set things right. You mentioned a lot about oh, the benefits of crypto. So I think, so right now, so I have a YouTube channel, right? right? I can also see the engagement for the YouTube channel coming down. Mm. Uh, so there are many reasons, right? Hype because is over. hype is over, speculation, a lot of scam. And there are really a lot of scam. Yeah. And because right now, uh, the non-custodial wallet thing, you're keeping your own keys and your keys uh, can be hacked or you can click a phishing link and your assets might be gone. All these are just part and parcel, like, I feel. To transiting. What I'm trying to say is that there are a lot of applications that can be powered by uh, the blockchain technology itself that is uh, interesting and can bring like the innovation forward. Uh. So it's not just about speculation, right? That is speculation. Can you make money speculating in a lot of uh, free mean NFT or even right now there are still a lot of new coins coming out, a lot of Degens, right? They call it. I'm still a degen at heart, uh. I still have a very small, <laughs> yeah. you know, like uh, yeah. small allocation for degen. But I'm saying that it's not just this, right? Mm. There's real life application behind it. JP Morgan is running a uh, private blockchain for their own uh, banks, right? So public blockchains like Ethereum, you can see entities, big companies coming in, right? Onboarding. So, so to me, I hope that people do not see it as a scam. Or it's just a speculation only. There is uh, real utilities behind it. And also, not your keys, not your coin. Mm, uh. mm. Same like the fiat printing. If they keep printing, we will only have higher inflation. Then our value will be gone. Uh, so to me, uh, I, I trust uh, crypto. La. But most importantly, yeah, there's a lot of application behind it. It's not just for speculation. Right. And you're yeah, spreading awareness of crypto in your YouTube channel. Yeah. Go check it out. Check out Boss Lee's YouTube. You'll start off with Jose Bo. Yeah, Jose yeah. Bo. <laughs> and because not, so Jose, uh, during not, May, not so Jose. Not so Jose. During May. Not so Jose. At the May. Uh, May <laughs> no, not so Jose. Yeah. Okay, if you're listening to this podcast and you go over to Boss Lee's YouTube channel, right? He says his views going down because now the hype over already. <laughs> but the, we want to continue yeah. to be educated, right? So you but go over. But continue to stay. Yeah, you continue to stay. Yeah, because uh, educate. Ma. 
Yep. Yeah, yeah. So my my content also changes. It, it changes as I grow, mm-hmm. right? So from just speculation purpose, or oh, go into this yield, that yield. Why is this yield happening, and how is this yield taking place? Uh, to uh, how can we use use Ether Scan like the, or BigQuery, right? How can we use this to right. track different stuff? These are the tools that we can use. So my my, my content also changes. Yeah, really teaching why, people how to DYOR, do your own research. Uh, right? do your own research. Go the fundamentals. And also, uh, own your own assets. Uh, how you can mm. truly own your assets. That's why the viewers change. So go leave a comment on the YouTube videos. Wholesale from the financial coconut. <laughs> 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 so that he knows we came from this podcast alright thank you so much Boss Lee yeah thank you very much thank you for the opportunity to share stay tuned all the way after these quick notes for our personal money question segment before that I hope you've learned something useful today join our telegram group follow us on our socials and check out the fi- even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Financialcoconut.com. What has been your best and worst investment? Doesn't have to be a financial one. Okay, the best uh, investment, I would say, uh, again, getting into crypto. Yeah, because uh, not only this uh, improved my knowledge, right? Uh, you also got me a opportunity in the Web3 space. Mm. So, uh, so that is, I think, it's the best. Lah, and uh, I, I really like it. The worst would definitely be uh, Terra Luna. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I could add, I think uh, whatever the founder did, right? So we, we cut that aside. Mm-hmm. I just like to add that uh, UST itself is, was an interesting experiment. I think uh, CZ, the CEO of Binance, also said mm-hmm. that what they tried to do was an interesting experiment. Uh, it failed. Because without experiment, right, there will be no innovation, right? And that's the only way to push this space moving forward. But what the founder did, right? That's that's another thing altogether. We just we have to separate this, like, uh, so yes, uh, worst investment will be Luna. Yeah. So there will be more innovation in this space in terms of the how stable coin is. Being Definitely. Yesterday, MAS uh, released a proposal, right? So they like a call for is it like public review how they treat uh, stable coin and all this. It's it's part of the journey of moving forward to have a more regularized uh, or regulated, regulated. Uh, yeah setup. Right. For crypto. Okay. What is something that is uh, under a hundred dollars that you find it to be a game changer? Very useful. Game changer. Yeah. 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 So uh, I like this question because uh, I never thought that I will. I always thought that keyboard is keyboard. I never thought that mechanical keyboard is so cool. Like it's so good to use. So I, I bought a second uh, mechanical keyboard. Right. <laughs> that was fifty dollars. Wow, it really changed it. Game changing it. And then uh, I, I cannot use back normal keyboard anymore. It's like the tactile feel really, uh, I, I'm not very into it. So I don't really know. I think I have, I got a secondhand blue switch. I mm. never got into like the like looping and all this kind. But I really enjoy using it. I'm laughing because everyone in the set is laughing and not nodding their head. And it's like, wow, 
really very tech, very geeky, you know, really love this such. Yeah, yeah, thing. this something mechanical <laughs> keyboard game changing. Uh. I can never use back normal keyboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you go mechanical keyboard, you cannot. Go back. Yeah, cannot really cannot. That good. And yeah. you try it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my last question for you uh, is a place that you learn from that you think is underrated. Yeah, this book called mm. Tao Tao of Charlie Mongo. Oh. Uh, it's a very quick read, but uh, he shares a lot of insights. And uh, I think it's a good read uh, at this point of time during the man market, right? He will share with you his failure, right? He's not like success uh, all the time. And he shares with you the reason why he failed last time and uh, how patient got him to uh, what he has Where now. he is now. Yeah. Right? It's interesting how uh, Charlie Munger is actually not that into crypto himself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Learning from him. <laughs> Learn the strategy uh, that he used. Right, yeah, and yeah. his mindset. Mm. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you.